tuned into your herd radio and what you hear behind you is the beat of life that's the african drums uh, and i'm on air with that sound hey it's your boy jay bell we're, we're here again with the next episode another one we have a special guest returning for your earring pleasure we got tea to the um in the building. Hey. And she comes bringing her best friend. May the listeners ask who that is? Who is that? What up? It is Living Well. <laughs> living hey. Well, that's right. <laughs> hello, hello. So what makes this episode so special is we got a good process of life for y'all. You know what I'm saying? And... Before we get started, I need you to take whatever McDonald's money you have and burn that shit. It won't be relevant to you today. Mm-mm, not today. Not here. Not now. So not only we have best friends on the pod, we have special guests from another pod. Uh, mm. What's the podcast for your viewers? Uh, I see you guys made your debut, so this is exciting. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on your herd. So what do we call this pod? We did and we made our debut today. We released a trailer for Wellness Digest. Um, Wellness Digest is a podcast that delivers wellness information in a holistic and digestible way. And Olivia and I just started it um, as best friends and as two people who are just really passionate about health and wellness um, and the multifacetedness of it. So. Yeah, health is wealth. Living well. Yes. So when did living well come? When did that come? That's so clever. I just have to know. Mm, I think it started two years ago, and I was just trying to make a fun play off of Olivia, and everybody calls me Liv. And I think actually my mom and dad thought of it, living well. Oh, my God. It's (laughs) it's so good. That's how she was born. Yeah. It's when you have a name like that that you constantly... You're like uh, manifesting healthy lifestyle by promote. You know what I mean? The yes. play on words. Yes, definitely. Okay, okay. That's hard. So, uh, the previous time we had Tatum on, we were talking about you know agriculture, especially right. in the young minds and the benefits of it. Right. You know, ever since that episode, I licked out all my egg yolk before I crack it. Mm-hmm. It's still not healthy egg, but I know better. You know, I'm like you seed feeding Olina. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, and also, I've been eating grass-fed beef only. You nice. know, it's worth the extra few bucks, you know. It is. For my wellness. And, yeah, you know. But one day beef will be gone. I'll be eating mushrooms that come out medium-rare steaks. You know? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So so now we go from the, the plants to uh, living well or O to the live, you know. We, uh, we... I see your gram, and you got the healthy, nutritious, you know. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> nutritious facts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like to make healthy food taste good because you don't want to eat food if it's not good. So right away, um, eating healthy, the people 
are told that it's a it's more of an investment than do you agree or do you would you say you can eat healthy at the same price you can eat unhealthy I think that's a myth. Mm, I just need you to break that or conclude that it's kind of a true. rough question that Tatum and I kind of talked about today. I think that you can eat healthy at the same price, but organic food does cost more. So you can still maybe eat more vegetables that are just conventional mm-hmm. instead of going out to fast food. But if you're really trying to do the most and eat very healthy, then that yeah. organic and those other things is where the cost is going to be a lot more. Man, that sounds like you have a few package options. Like, yeah. The, the gold package, right? But the premium is organic foods that were grown without adding the spray on it or whatever. Like, yes. not the steroid tomatoes, but the, you know, the tomatoes are a little more, you know, like, they got Cherry. the stretch marks, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Aperol with your pride. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Slim tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, no, non-makeup oh. tomatoes, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, See, for me, it's always presentation. I got to have good presentation. If it looks good, then there's a high percentage chance I'm going to eat it. So, let's, let's, like, today, I was participating in a farmer's market. You know, my partner has her chit-chat-chai. Shout out to you, Nas. You know, Shout congratulations. Chit-chat-chai. Yeah, yeah. So, and I was, like, being at farmer's markets, I can't think, like, where are the farmers? You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened? Did it start? Farmers were showing off their vegetables and someone's like, I got an idea. How about I sell my jewelry here? Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like, what is it? Gentrified the farmer market, pushed the farmers out, and everyone else came that does anything but farming? I don't know. Yo, that was hella deep. So I'm going to need y'all to take a moment. Where are the farmers in the farmer's market? Let's find them. Do we have that's, any, a, that's a good point. Do we have theories? I mean, when's the last farmer's market where you knew the farmer? I feel like that's kind of true. A lot of farmer's markets now are, like, very, like, craftsman-y. Like, like you said, people making jewelry and just other... Entrepreneurship other yeah. vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, where's Billy and... I don't know. Joe. Right? Yeah, all the... Dirt. <laughs> all the farmers. Yeah. So... Where's we, this little piggy, too? Yeah, so to give an idea of the tempo, I think where I want to take it today is go, well, let's leave off of you graduated, right? Your program is over, but not over, right? The work's never... Hey, ladies. The ladies I'm referring to are the two dogs that will not stop wrestling behind as we speak. So please, do take breaks, and uh, we'll take no offense, but uh, if you can uh, power through, that would be much appreciated. Mamacita. How is it now after graduation? Like any, what is the most lucrative uh, learn, I guess, in the scheme of veggies? Yeah. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I'm still studying a lot because um, I'm getting my master's right now. So I feel like I'm just never done learning. Ding, um, ding, ding. We need that. Yeah. But um, I, I think right now, like the biggest thing that I'm learning is um just how important it is for like everyone every person regardless of how much money you're able to spend on your food um or what type of diet you follow just how important it is for everyone to know uh, where their food is coming from and have that have the education to know like you know would what, how your farmer is growing your food or even if you got it at a restaurant, you know, like where did that food come from? So I think that it's just um, 
it's an educational thing for me right now, just mm. advocating for people to um, have that type of education because I feel like as kids, that's something we weren't really taught in school. Um, and then as adults, you kind of still aren't really taught it because you just, uh, you just get your we, food from the grocery store. We just know? trust <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, yeah. we just trust it. I mean, today, what? You were telling me this man-made butter that <laughs> said like zero saturated trans fat or no cholesterols and... And like, as we said before, in theory, the big words get you, but we're the fine print. What does no trans fat mean? Exactly. What are they putting in place of it? Yeah, it's not easy to interpret a food label these days. I feel like it's it's all about the marketing, too. You know, they want you to think it's a healthy product. So they use all these buzzwords that, like, mm -hmm. make you think that it's healthy. But then you read that ingredient label, and it's like monoglyceride tribe. What are you? <laughs> I mean, the like, same what? thing goes for good expensive food that when you go out to nice restaurants they they like to flamboyant up their wor words yeah, too when all it is is a freaking cherry tomato from h-e-b <laughs> but it's a tomato oh, basil cherry grown from <laughs> how dare you h-e-b <laughs> at my five-star restaurant here everything's better hold on hold on i need you to tell the listeners about your five-star experience last night and all right, so you guys, let's paint a picture. You, we're talking a restaurant where everyone looks nothing less than a James Bond movie, all right? Facts. Walking in like... Vodka martini. Shaken, not stirred. Facts. You, you know what I'm saying? You keep, if the you, people having the best time were 55 yeah. couple drinking wine. Yeah, they were having. They were people watching too. Yeah, having a great time. So, look at these young loudest guys. ones in the whole restaurant. <laughs> All that. Uh, <laughs> both of both of the men had glasses. Yeah, they didn't even have change in their pocket. When they came back from the bathroom, they danced. What? Yeah. what? They did. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo. So so okay. So what kind of meals are we talking? Well, first of all, it was a farm to table restaurant, which is really cool. We were talking about that earlier how Wait, it's a what table farm to table farm to table yeah go on tell me more about this well so well, far, what farm to table means is pretty much how it sounds but um so usually when food goes from the farm to the grocery store you've got like yeah. um you've got people who process it package it distribute it all that's got all those steps in between but farm to table is when the restaurant purchases their ingredients directly from the farm so mm -hmm. They're getting them fresh from the farm. The money's going straight to the farmer. So we're supporting a lot of cool practices by eating at farm-to-table places. That's a, that's a good first step to, I think, getting it more involved with where your food comes from is just going to a farm-to-table dinner, which... Whoa, did you know it was farm-to-table before you got there, or was that a delight? Yeah, we did. We looked up um, farm-to-table Wait, wait, I got a question. Shouldn't, shouldn't every restaurant be a farm-to-table, though? No, well, it should be, yes, but they're not because... Deals. Like, they have all those steps in between. Like, they send... They... So, most restaurants buy food in bulk. Like, they buy, like, mm -hmm. just a bunch of... I don't know what... What's a, what's a food ingredient? Bok choy. Potatoes, yeah. Yeah, okay, but let's go with potatoes. <laughs> 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 they buy a bunch of potatoes from a farm, from, like, the farms. Sorry, okay. The farm um, produces a bunch of potatoes and then sends them to a distributor. The distributor is where they store all those the potatoes. Distro. And then they sell them in bulk. So there's that extra step in between. You're not getting it right from the farm. You're getting it from a distributor mm. or a food packager or something like that. Whereas farm to table is... There's no steps in between. Buying, the restaurant's buying it straight from the farm. And 
That's impressive. But but they got salt and pepper. There's no way they got the salt and pepper from the farm. Okay, well, yeah. There's like certain ingredients, obviously, that you can't get directly So from you're from never 100% farm to table. Unless you're cooking it yourself. <laughs> they didn't claim to be. That wasn't part of the branding. It was just like, we are farm to table. Yeah. Even if it's just a pea. One yeah. piece. It meant something. It did, though. It did. It's the principle. Yeah. Them grains hit a little bit different, too. That's as serious as, like, actually... Separating your recycling trash, you know? Mm -hmm. Some people just throw it all together, like, all right. And some people really separate it. <laughs> it, it goes, de it takes depth. So, yeah. all right, I'm going to get right to the juice. We're talking farm table, five-star experience. What's some of the meals? We're talking sirloin, escargot. Like, what's We're talking wagyu, steak, halibut, pork chop, scallop, um, whatever, whatever you got. They got it. Unless you unless you want ranch. Mm. <laughs> if you want ranch, you can't get ranch. If you go to a super nice restaurant and ask for ranch, they look at you crazy. Uh, hey, hey, you ask yourself like, so wait, you really asked a five-star restaurant for ranch? Yes, for sure. And they told me they don't have ranch. As someone that cooks home avidly for themselves on a five-star level, I am both disturbed and distraught that you asked for ranch at a five-star restaurant. But on the other hand, I do remember my love for ranch, uh, particularly Hidden Valley Ranch, and I'm also proud of you, but I, I, I don't know. The story must go on. The whole restaurant stopped. They the got quiet. The whole restaurant stopped, and then they said, and then I said, well, can I get some, like, aioli or something, or... <laughs> What, what, what kind of sauce do you have? We have our finest horseradish, sir. So from a nutritious uh, view, what were your thoughts on the restaurant when, when you were looking at everything? Yeah, so one of the nice things about this restaurant was they listed out every single, pretty much ingredient they used that was <laughs> encompassed in the dish. So mm. when we were having the scallops, it wasn't just buttered scallops. It said the type of fat they used, the seasonings, maybe like just all the different oh, components that's dope. in it. Yeah. So for me, I obviously focus on eating ingredients that you know, and they told me all the ingredients, so I got to know all of them. Yeah, you knew them. All right, so that's like levels, so definitely a place you'd revisit for sure. 10 out of 10, need to try everything on their menu. Okay. For sure would revisit. Yeah, you're going to bring your own ranch though. <laughs> Pocket ranch. But yeah. I mean, were you okay without it? Oh, yeah. I, I was like, just trying to be extra because I felt like I had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be extra because I felt like I had to be extra. Like, I had to ask for that one thing that I knew they didn't have just so mm. they could. What, what were they going to tell me? Right. You know? Like, if I asked for barbecue sauce, well, they would have said no. They would have. They committed. might have, though. The, but I just went basic. And just the sous chef committed to his idea. Yeah. Bar. Who would dare put barbecue sauce on this beautiful... Yeah. No way. Actually, I asked for house sauce after the ranch. That's what happened. I asked for house sauce and after the ranch. And I was like, what? Y'all don't even got house sauce? So how do we define house sauce? Is that just a restaurant mixing sauces together and say it's on the house? Or? So every sauce there was a house sauce technically because they probably made all of their sauces. Which is the what house. the guy told me too. Yeah, so when he was like, sir, I do, what do you mean by this? I'm trying to be you fancy. You got the gourmet peach sauce underneath your pork chop. <laughs> I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, this sauce? This just peaches to me. Can I still get the aioli? Then? <laughs> get All right, so what what is it like when, you know, the wellness 
is all together. When you come, so do you guys like tag team it at the grocery store? You're like, you pick out the veggies, tea, and then you you sizzle on the skill. Like, would you guys throw down special crafts? I mean, I think we're a good team. We work together when we're in the grocery store. We both um, we both pick out all the things. I feel like maybe this trip you were more the one who's picking out the veggies and stuff, but I'm more of a meal planner mm-hmm. just because I like to cook so much. So I wonder, like, where this podcast will expand to, you know, like, eventually you have your own wellness, like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean, like, docus- document, like, you know, we get access. Cool. A cookbook, Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, with the pictures. You got to take the pictures and everything. She kills it with the pictures, too. Yeah. It's insane. You already have the content for the cookbook. You just need to list them. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's crazy. You're on. Yep. You got it. There it's you go. I have the new iPhone. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I'll call it back. Shout out to my mom. Hey. Out here. Hey, mom. Oh, yeah. Shout out to all moms out here, actually. All right, so this is what we're going to do for the listeners. We're just going to promote to them just things that they can do to get to another level, almost like a workout, all right, a food workout. Okay. So one thing I was doing, right, um, substituting sodas for waters. Nice. I'm at the point where I'm doing, like, sugar waters. I mean, not sugar waters, like mineral water and stuff. I never was into... Carbonated water? Yeah, 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 like soda, club soda, I guess. Is that even carbonated? Is that club soda and mineral water the same, technically? close i'll give it to you i just thought it was nasty to have a fizz with no taste at one point in my life and then now i'm like it reminds me of what i used to love you know what i'm saying it's like a (laughs) fruit it's not sprite but it could have been right i just can't imagine not i'm not fully sodaless you know i chase shots with it and whatnot but that's a dream you just trick your brain in the meantime like the club soda gives you that same satisfaction So what about water intake? Like, what's your water intake levels? Yeah, I mean, I drink a lot of water, but what you should be drinking with water a day is um, your body weight divided by two in ounces, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't factor in the caffeine you drink. So let's say you drink 12 ounces of caffeine, you have to add 12 ounces to that. Whoa, and then what would essentially you'll keep your like system at a a, a balanced flush, I guess, or? Yeah, you just need enough. water and electrolytes basically to make your cells work and make your body work yeah i was talking to a fighter uh today and like he does mma and he was talking about one of the techniques of losing weight is pounding water like losing water weight and he was talking about drinking like two gallons a day and he's like peeing non-stop for every 30 minutes but i didn't know that was a technique to losing weight i was like well like i think maybe on top of sweating maybe he wrapped himself up but he tried to weigh down into a fight. So he went from 186 to 175 or went like 10 pounds down in, let's say, like a week or so. Yeah, but he was in the gym with like a, like a plastic sweatsuit and then a sweatsuit. And and then he was doing things not to faint. He said he would have he would do five minutes on the bike, elliptical and other things and then take a like and then rest in between. But. It was deadly, though. It's not healthy, obviously. Yeah, he, like, kind of overworked his body. Yeah, he would collapse. Yeah, that's crazy. Waterway. I know some of y'all thinking, they are going to jump on this train. Sometimes I think, like, you know, I'll give the food up and just smoothie my life, but I need something to chew on, you know? I need texture. So speaking of texture, what are some of your favorite textures, like, uh, as food-wise? I mean, because I think that's the full sensation of eating for me. Mm. It, 
I like chewing on the steak and then after tasting maybe the little the salt. But it's like, you know, when I think of giving up meat, that's what I'll probably miss the most. My favorite, my favorite texture. I'm going with that cream. <laughs> the cream. The cream. The cream. Yeah. <laughs> cream. Olive Garden. I want, I want that Alfredo chicken Alfredo or something. So you like the the cream. All that. Oh, what about yourself? Like, I, if I was going to say one, I'm not going to lie. I think one of my favorite texts is like a, a perfectly, like, not too saucy, but like a very well-sauced salad, you know, where each leaf has enough sauce where I'm satisfied, but it's not soggy. Mm. Yeah. 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 But I, I like meat in there. Some kind. It don't matter. No preference. But, I don't know if this is my favorite texture, but the reason I love mushrooms so much is because I like the texture of mushrooms. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe them. It's like... When they're sautéed? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... It's uh, like melt in your mouth, almost like buttery. Yeah, yeah, it's like... I know what you mean. It's not <laughs> quite... It's just, you know... Y'all feel it. I feel it. <laughs> I used to not like mushrooms or onions, and now when they're sautéed together, it's... A total game changer for me, like unstoppable combo. You put, you can put it on something I don't like, and I'll be like, "Oh, it's got mushrooms and, and onions, and they're sautéed and garlic." Let me try it. A hey, mushrooms, yeah, the way they're cooked. Oh my gosh, they get they turn soft. It's amazing how they go from dry and SpongeBob like, like SpongeBob yeah. being in Sandy's home, like need water, more water, and then all of a sudden. They just get juicy, like they just been chilling in a hot tub. <laughs> just oh, like, well, hello there. <laughs> so, uh, has your taste buds changed over time? Have you noticed what? What's one thing that you couldn't stand? Like you said, mushrooms. Sure. What, what about you guys? Was there something that for me it's lima beans, and that'll never change. I just can't rock with lima beans. Mm. No. I think mine were avocado and tomato. Wow. I didn't like those before, like two years ago. Whoa, what did it for you? You were still open to trying it? Like, what did you accidentally try it? And then you're like, what? This is guac? Yeah, no, I think I first started liking avocado on, like, BLTs. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I missed I missed a lot of fun years not eating avocado. <laughs> that first, dang, I can't imagine it without it. It has that, uh, an avocado is something about it. Even avocado smoothies with, oh, oh, my gosh. Avocado smoothies. I mean, you could blend avocado with concentrated milk and, like, ice. To make ice cream. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I've heard it's that just, before. like, the, the sweetness of avocado is not so strong. It's almost, so, I want to say avocado a word that may too. not be iridescent. I've used, oh, no. <laughs> huh? I've used avocado oil. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that. I so, actually made avocados french fries in the air fryer, too. It was all right. So let's talk about these oils. That's a great, that's a great point you brought up there. So let's go from what is, uh, first of all, there's so many oil options to cook in. What's a good healthy medium, I guess, except my go-to? What would be the good commuter oil? Crisco. Okay, absolutely not Crisco. I'm sorry, but I'm shutting that one down ASAP. Um, uh, to, coconut. Yeah, a coconut's good. Coconut, avocado oil, and extra virgin olive oil. If you have those in your kitchen, you're set. Okay, and, and then 
uh, are we familiar with the cooking temperatures for that? I just learned that certain oils can't aren't good for high temperature cooking. Yeah. That's something new to me, like yeah. as of this year, you know, last. Yeah. So if you're gonna rank them, I guess all. Avocado, okay, no, I need to start with the lowest. Olive oil is the one that shouldn't be heated or should be heated lightly. So let's say 400 at the most. Okay. I'm just throwing a number out here, but I think that's close. Okay. Avocado oil can go up to 450, and then coconut oil is what you want to cook with if you're, like, really trying to fry things up. Okay, yeah. Stir fry. Yeah, or maybe even, like, or fried chicken type. All the way, fry. like, we're talking the bucket. Crispy chicken. Yeah. <laughs> like the oil sitting in the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we were looking at how gotta, these oils are made. Step up from just the air fryer. So my idea of vegetable oil was just vegetables just getting squeezed till their juices came out, and then we secreted that juice, and, and I deem it oil, but I don't know. Like, what we do to the juice? Squeeze it out of them. Okay. <laughs> I know that's how you make juice, so it's like, wait, where do you get vegetable oil? Where is it in the mix, right? Is it just vegetables sweating? And then and this, <laughs> they throw vegetables in the sauna and then they collect what comes, you know, the condensation. What what did we discover? Did we say it was like seeds that were like. It depends on the type of oil because avocado oil seems to be really complicated. Like they they use the entire avocado and squeeze the whole thing. And then they like use the they use the pulp for other things and I guess the oil comes from the skin and the And seeds. then they strain it, huh? Yeah, they like yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, what's called, but they like mix it in like a bowl really fast to where it um, the bowl uh, comes out at the bottom. I can't get the sick thought of my head of, um, I can't remember what that food movie was where it was an animation movie. I just thought of it. Sausage party or as the French would say, sausage party. I digress. And there, oh uh, yeah, and and then it just shows how like we're just killing these foods. Like you know, they leave the grocery store and they're like, "You've been chosen." Then they get home and get Seth Rogen directed it. Yeah, and that's wild. If we really, because we kind of disassociate emotions from plants and things, you know. You meat eaters felt that y'all like, yeah, you vegans and vegetarians thought you were better than us, putting us on our moral compass. Like we the ones just eating family meat shit y'all just join plant families and 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 the worst part about it is y'all don't have no emotions on it y'all think y'all god's gift to earth well newsflash we all going in on the circle of life may peace be upon you my friend we think we're doing the right thing i mean we may be doing it but we're like oh we're killing cows and chickens to you know eat meat but what about the <laughs> but then if we don't kill any one of them we'll die but whoa, but I was thinking the other day as I was driving, I was like, I wonder what a plant family is like. You know, these trees, like if that's the mom and that's the son. Like, sausage party. Yeah, sausage. <laughs> the the timing of the mean? But that's crazy, right? I don't know. Like we're just taking a we're just taking apart these these vegetables, throwing them in a frozen bag, cloning them. If we thought about all these plants like they were humans, we wouldn't be happy with ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Blenders, like they're going out crazy. <laughs> they're going. <laughs> we boil them, we steam them. Like this is crazy way to. I don't know. I like what is the way a plant wants to go out. You know, when when they're on the wild, they're like, I just want to live a peaceful life, get through a season, shrivel up one day, and come back to life next season. You know. 
should be a new Pixar movie, like The Life of Plants. The Life, the life of Pets. Yeah, yeah whoa. Like, never. What do plants think? What do plants think when, no when it gets moving, domesticated, like a house plant? It's yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> it's just in the pot. Like, I just want to be, like, you know the song, <laughs> Elson? I want to be on a crop. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole family. But then. All of a sudden, the crop pickers come, and it's like, dun, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> the tractors come out. They're all starting to, to cry dun, like dun, this dun, is dun. their ending. But then I, I can imagine a good, like, like happy song when the seeds are getting pushed in the ground, and then spring comes, and they first sprout, and they're born. Dang. Yeah. yeah so is, your propag- is, uh, is it propagating when you when you split a plant, right? Is your propagate game strong? Are, you, are we getting there, or are we... I've never attempted to propagate a plant myself, honestly. Mm. I don't think I'm there yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard. I'm also afraid to kind of afraid to kill it. Yeah, like put in the shock. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. What, yeah. Is, what, what for the listeners? What does propagate a plant mean? Oh yeah, that's great. Call. <laughs> this is funny because we just talked about this today on our podcast. So we <laughs> asked you the same question. <laughs> it's basically when you like grow a new plant from part of an old one like you could rip like a cactus can. off like the cactus is around our house you can like rip a cactus and put it in dirt it can even just be like the symbol as a new seed like you take a seed from an old plant and plant a new a new one or you take mm. like a leaf or a stem or a cut a part that you germinate. cut off of the other one germinate is when the seed sprouts okay mm-hmm. <laughs> propagates just the process of <laughs> i didn't know germinate was real oh uh, germinate yeah. i like the word germinate germinate Dang. I don't know. It sounds deadly. Hey, this is, yeah, continue to wash your hands, you know, all the time. <laughs> for, for Keep that sanitizer in the car. No, but be honest, like, I'm not judging anyone here. Do you really count to 26? I tried it, right? And Hell no. The other day, though, I was in the bathroom where, like, the, um, the faucet is timed. Oh, a timed faucet? Yeah, and I, like, stopped way too early, and the water kept running, and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to wash my hands <laughs> way longer than I just did. <laughs> imagine how much time of life we're wasting. I mean, I know this sounds bad. I do wash my hands, just not all the way 26 seconds. <laughs> That's like a stop clock on the basketball court plus two seconds, right? But you got to think, though, if let's say you're a chef, right, and you constantly wash your hands all the time every single day. Like probably three, four, five times in maybe the span of twenty minutes, you're for sure not washing your hands for twenty six seconds. Hey, at that five star restaurant, they have to die by that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we are. I don't know what you do. <laughs> we do it for y'all. <laughs> I know. I mean, but I'm just saying, if you're listening, check yourself, and and just see. You know, I'm not guaranteeing you'll do it forever, and that's the sad truth, but. You know, it I, feels good to wash your hands, though. I'm, I, when I'm at work, <sighs> I wash my hands every single time when I'm done using the restroom. And some of the guys there, they don't. They, yeah. they, they so don't. do you do you check anyone? Have you ever checked someone that walked out the bathroom that you didn't know that just walked out the stall and just left? Re- hey, excuse me. You forgot to wash your hands. No, no. I'm trying not. Well, I always think, too, like, you never know. If maybe, maybe they had hand sanitizer in there. That's some little nasties is what they, they are. I don't know. Maybe they didn't use the bathroom. Hey, hand sanitizer is deadly. The way it dries us out, I don't know. I mean, I know it's good for us, kind of, right? But is it? It's like, 
It's like, it's like pure. How, what is hand sanitizer? Alcohol. Alcohol with gel, mix of gel. Oh. You know when people were making their own hand sanitizer yeah. during the pandemic? But it'd be kind of sticky. Yeah. The, the, the consistency. I'm like, this this homemade, ain't it? Mm-mm. You just threw it in the Purell bottle. <laughs> well, I remember talking about the other day about how, like, sometimes I feel like it's to, like, build up immunity, like, low-key, washing your hands all the time, it can't be good for you, you know? It, right. You gotta have some, like, you gotta build up immunity some way, right? You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy no, 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 right no. now. No, I know what you mean. I mean, if you're, if you're just in a capsule and you never... The simplest bacteria will kill you one day. You know what I mean? If you're just so, right? God made that dirt. Yeah, I think we way over sanitize and clean things because that is how you build up natural immunity to things. There are a lot of bad bugs and bad bacteria, but there's also good bacteria and things like hand sanitizer kill both of them, not just the bad guys. See, that's, you know what? That's why I justify like when I'm cooking and I drop something on the floor. Five second rule. Yeah, I'll, wa- I'll I'll rinse it. Hey, and and the three the, when the temperature goes above whatever temperature we're safe. One sixty five. There it is. One sixty five. Kill all the parasites. But I'm saying, cause listen, cavemen drop shit. I don't know what their lives were like, but just think about it. Okay, I felt super bad today, but I didn't. I got some watermelon from Here's Everything's Better, and then I cut it up into little triangles. But I had two in one hand. Was gonna give one to my lady and give one to myself. Dropped one, still give the one to the lady, and then I give the other one to the dog. And then I was questioning myself: Am I wrong for giving the dropped watermelon to the dog? No. No. I would have ate it too. <laughs> so why should I feel bad for giving it to the dog? It was still clean. Oh. The dog would have ate it regardless if it was dropped or not dropped. See, this is the thing: we have to get past the. We can eat it and process it as if it wasn't dropped. Mm-hmm. It's just the process of tasting whatever lint it grabbed, you know? Mm. When it's a food that absorbs what it falls into, like meat, if it fell in dirt, it's chalked. Like, we're not, we can't. I mean, it might be good, kind of, like a seasoning. Like, it's like dropping in the ground black pepper. If I had some rice with it, that would be cool. Yeah, it'd be crunchy. Mm-hmm. You'd be trying to dis- differentiate, like, it's just seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> dirt, I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't. I don't even know. <laughs> I would never <laughs> dirt crusted. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then, all right, <laughs> all right. I, I, let me bring it back full circle, though. Uh, just for so, what is um, the viewers to expect when tuning into your pod? I guess like uh, I know, it's, I know it's sculpting, but what's kind of that message you were thinking in a unison? Like, oh, every time they listen, we will at least want them to take mm-hmm. something yeah. away. Yeah, we um, are trying to, at the end of every every episode, um, give our listeners action items. So ways that they can actually apply the information that we just gave them. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, like, there's just so much information out there about wellness and health, and it can get really confusing. And then people are left kind of like, I don't know how to do anything about this. Like, I know, I know mm-hmm. what's right from wrong, but I don't know how to apply it or how to make a change in my life. So we're really trying to give information in a way that makes it easier for people to apply it in their lives and make healthy habit changes and things like that. Um, that's kind of our goal, but we, um, we're going to cover a lot of topics. We want to talk about nutrition, health, agriculture, um, environmental aspects, Mm -hmm. the mind body connection. We're going to cover like 
everything wellness related. We have tons of topic ideas already, so hey, we're excited. Yo, so I have to ask. Um, ah, dang, it's in my hold on. It's at the tip of my tongue. Wait, wait for it. It's gone. I lost it. I had to ask it. I had to ask. All right, one moment, one moment. Let's just take a moment to breathe as I remember. <sighs> okay, wellness. It was so close. Oh, all right. Most important. It came in my head. I've, I've got it. So, no one talks about it, but when you start promoting these healthy habits, right, have you uh, been exposed to situations where people may feel, do you think you're better than me? Do you, have you been exposed to those? And how do you handle those when, you know, for example, I'm chowing down McDoubles, but then I look at your page and see that you're eating healthy and I'd want to know what that's like, but I don't have the wherewithal or mindset to go by. I'm just like, I'm going to do my thing. But do you think you're better than me because you don't want this spread off for you or something like that? What do you do in those situations? No, I, yeah, I think that is totally valid. Um, I think that it is, I mean, first of all, it is my passion. I am so educated about these things because I love them so much. And I get that some people just don't really care what they're putting into their body. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it also is a bit of a privilege that I'm able to understand and know all of this information. Mm -hmm. um, and I totally get that some people just don't. So no, I do not judge around that aspect. But I totally see how somebody could think like, oh my gosh, you think you make all this good food all this healthy food but like i can't access that um and that totally makes sense but i think it's just it's just something that i do because i care about it so much yeah i like that see and then if you're leaving people with plant call to action ways you can't afford it why don't you try growing a little parsley you know what i mean yeah. start somewhere yeah because you know as like it's exciting to promote wellness but yeah you know I, even going oh I don't, i'm you know like that's that 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 uh that rep like veganism gets you know it's like oh here you go trying to tell me to be healthy and give up me but it doesn't have to have that kind of rep i don't know you know Thanks. but you also have to deal with that rep and that's like it's almost like it's not acknowledged like, hey i try but it's almost when you're when you're educated in school and people try to bully you for like mm -hmm. knowing your stuff and then either you try to fit in and act like you don't know stuff anymore or you continue to follow your route you know what i mean like Live, live in your truth. I miss when people used to, you know, in elementary, like, cheat off me, you know? Like, I cheated, but I was the one giving the answers. Like, I was on the other side of cheating, you know? There was two sides of cheating. You were asking for the answers or you're giving the answers, you know what I'm saying? What side do you want to be on? Sure. Hey, remember how deadly it was to, like, like, you know, like, to cheat? Like, you'd be like, you'd be trying to get someone's attention quietly. <clears throat> What's number? The teacher looked, you asked, he was our act, start writing. <laughs> What's the answer number three? And then you be over here, you be trying to do it all cool. See? <laughs> I majored in construction management, so. <laughs> What's that mean? It's a different lifestyle. Your Jenga game was strong? A lot of group projects. A lot of group projects. Yeah. Where did you fall in the group project? Were you the person that put in too much work and was mad at everyone, or were you the one that did just enough so you probably wrote your name at the end, or were you both the one that, that always saved the group? All, both of that all combined. I was always the one that put in a lot of time and still kind of never did too much work, but knew everything that was going on. 
Yeah. So if anyone had a question, I could answer it. <laughs> he read everybody's up. What about you guys? I feel like I was, I feel like I did most of the work, but I was also happy to do it because I'm kind of a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to school, and I'd rather just like do it my way and know that it was done correctly. <laughs> and so I just sometimes would like be more than happy to just take it over to myself. But I don't know. What about you? Yeah, no, I definitely put my team on the back for the group projects. Yo. <laughs> but I think also same with Tatum. It's just because I didn't trust anybody else to, to get it give, done on you, time. You're going to get my green? Yeah, I was more of the speaker for the group. You know what I mean? <laughs> you had to just know your strengths. <laughs> I'm like, you know, me adding the extra words would be too much words. So you just tell me the words we need to, you know, eloquate. And, you know, we get it done. Yeah, group projects are interesting because it does translate into life. And I found now, even being in the adult workforce, it it's so much like elementary school. It never changed. You know, there's still the cliques in the lunchroom. There's still everyone going, like, talking about a manager. You know, they think they're in this. Like, they could be your friend one day, but the manager the next day, and then everyone's all of a sudden, like, the whole tempo changes, you know? Fox. So it's interesting. I don't, you know, just the whole... We never grow out of those things, you know? And it's almost, it's crazy. I don't know. Nah, I'm thinking, I'm, I don't know how to explain it. I might be turning it too far. Let me stop there. I, I was going to get too deep. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to get too real. A lot of people listen. All right. It is interesting. Though. Yeah. It is. Very hey, interesting. One thing, though, uh, that I have to say, be ready for is people telling you about something you talked about that you like, what, I said that? <laughs> like, hey, I ain't like the way you said that, you know, all people need to like broccoli. And you're like, well, uh, no, you don't have to like it. I just, you know, so be ready for those. But it's all good. It's all good. Like, just we got healthy, healthy habits. Never healthy take habits. it, never take it personal. I think another thing we're trying to do on our podcast is like, um, just not make people like feel bad for where they're at right now in their health journey. Like um, any like small step you can take is, is a good step forward. And no matter like how much it may seem like we have it together, we still have days where we like cheat or do something that we do. We get Chick-fil-A. Exercise. There is no perfect, you know. Yeah, yeah that is true. You can get close no to it though. You can. Pretty darn close. You can, like, scratch it. You know what I mean? Yep. But then we all get humbled by rest day. You know, like, we can't work out every single day. We want to mentally. If you won every single thing, you wouldn't know what losing felt like. And that would be the greatest loss. And that would be the greatest loss. But if you lost everything and never know what winning felt like, it would be the same thing, too. Right. So, like, it's beautiful collateral. Something along. I don't know. That was corny. <laughs> I, I like. I liked where that went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But it's sick because yeah, if we didn't lose anything, yeah, because uh, you know you watch enough of these like deep movies and go like the loss of life is the beauty of life. If I lived forever, I wouldn't appreciate. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Is that so? How do how do you guys get through negative moments? I mean. Is it to, is it just talking it into rationality? Is that the way to, you know, where we go, you know, bad things happen for a reason, and then I, I move forward now? Like, we just try to find the good to get out, right? Or do you have other other coping mechanisms that you're like, nah? 
No, yeah. I think kind of what you said is true. I think every single thing in life happens to teach you something. Things happen again and again to teach you the same thing if you don't learn it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I try to go with that mindset of things are happening for me, happening for a reason. But, I mean, we all have negative bad times. Like, how many times will J-Bell go to a five-star restaurant asking for ranch, you know? When will he learn, you one know what I mean? Many. <laughs> you know, the next one, one the next one, you know, at Salt Bay's restaurant, just, yeah. but where's the ranch? What lesson am I learning? <laughs> one too many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and now uh, you know where I want to end this. I think I guess what then this is, uh, and it is a curveball, but the fishes, all right? How we feel about these farm-made fishes? Like I was so, I was just so uh, flabbergasted about this, like tilapia or whatever tilapia. Tilapia. I thought that was dank, and then someone's like, you know, that's like the grossest fish ever, and it's not even real fish. And I was like, wait, wait, wait hold on. So kind of help us with that one. Yeah, that's funny you asked that. I was actually reading in my book the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, food fix, not food fix. What was it? Oh, fate of food. Um, that. It was kind of talking about the difference between farmed fish and wild caught fish and kind of like trying to like pick your battle because if you think about like wild caught fish are exposed to all the toxins that are in our oceans right now and how just like terrible, what terrible conditions our oceans are in. Mm-hmm. And then you've got farmed fish that are, the conditions are a little bit more controlled, but the farmed fish are swimming in ocean water as well. So it's like not really that much better. You're right. And then... When farm fish are, like, confined in a smaller space, they're, like, susceptible to more diseases and things like that, too. So I feel like it's hard to decide which what's the lesser of two evils, the farm fish or the wild-caught fish, because it seems like both are... Deadly. Both are looking kind of sketchy right now with the way things are panning out with our environment. I mean, catfish tastes really good, too, but catfish is a bottom feeder. Yeah. So catfish is not really the best kind of fish you should be eating. Hey, before we go judging about them being bottom feeders, what makes us any better? We eat the bottom feeders. Are we bottom feeders too? Like we eat shrimp. That's a good point. Crab's a bottom feeder too. So shrimp. Crabs have it the worst. I mean, first they have a bad reputation just because their name. Okay. And second, they die by boil. Like... <sighs> Like death of boilization. And they got a two-step process to eat. Like, they get it with their claws and then put it in their mouth. Fish is just one, just, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you don't crabs, even get chewed. You just disappear one day. <laughs> crabs are violence. Okay, now eat. Dang, deadly. Yeah. Crazy. Octopus are very smart. So smart. They be blending in. Yeah. video. How do you capture that? I don't know. Who's just out here just recording octopuses? No, they just set up a camera somewhere that just never stops recording or something. Okay. Yeah, there's no way you catch like something that majestic, right? Got the Energizer bunny on deck for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, let's uh, uh let's slide this into our local to global. We are going to shout out Defined Dish on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is, like, I get actually a lot of recipes from her. Um, and she's actually Texas based, right, Liv? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Um, but she has some wonderful recipes on the gram. She has a couple cookbooks too, I think, and a really good website. Um, yeah, lots of healthy recipes from her. 
Nice. Have we had a dinner from her recipes? Yeah, we have the um trying to think of one that you really liked. Um oh that um those zucchini boats. Oh yeah, those are fire. Gas. The spaghetti. Fire. For sure chicken, fire. Spaghetti, zucchini boats. Like buffalo, chicken. Chicken parm. Chicken zucchini parm. boats, that's yeah, what it was. Those things yeah. are fire. Um I'm gonna do a quick shout out to the layman. Um, they're a clothing company back in the Pacific Northwest. A PNW. PNW. Uh, my boy Steezy, he'd be out there repping them. I got a shirt from them. Um, super nice, 100% cloth, so cotton, super everything nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100 <laughs> over there cracking up. But no, they're fire, so uh, check them out. Bet. All right. You have some of this? We had one together. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, I like that. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. Group decision. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it with someone uh, Nas put me on to, uh, Waymo underscore ninety one, uh, Chef Way. You know, lawyer chef Houston. All right, and yeah, I love his page. He definitely throws down from shrimp and grits to pepper pot to black truffle grits, and he does them in simpy, simple, uh, like TikTok kind of style videos where he throws down these gourd what i like the most is he does these dishes like he does these setups where he zip locks the food like the like the meat and then puts it in boiling water you know and you cook it like that you zip lock it and then put it souve yeah that is something else i need to get on that game so i haven't reached um super saiyan god level yet but headed there uh and with that i'm gonna slide into uh local to global so i'm gonna Oh, not local. I'm tripping. Let me run that back. Depop of the week. And now I'm going to slide into our Depop of the week, all right? Yes, sir. Let me let me take a hassle. What so, you got for us this week? What do I have? Let me let me take a step back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there we go. All right. So uh, I'm going to shout out Gila, Gila B, all right? Seattle native. So let's say, as usual, I'll read out the thing. Click the link below. Prices are negotiable. Ships out Tuesday and Friday. Free shipping. Boo. All right. So, yeah, this is just a, a model homie out in Seattle. Again, Depop and modeling go like, I don't know, rice and peanut butter. It just it just fits. You know what I mean? Like, it just like ranch at a five-star restaurant. The thing, the thing is, um, you buy these clothes for your profession, and then you slide right out of them because... If you're in the model game i guess you don't like to stay stagnant right you just can't stay you don't have a tea you you don't have a favorite tea you're just an instrument for clothes to be worn <laughs> so with that being said uh let's look at the aesthetics of the page uh what i like here is we got the plant super small deal right there but again like the thing in the depop world is cut your face off and just show the fit for the people when you have like a simple aesthetic like a nice wall or just a plant leaf that's always constant you'll be surprised how that gives you the sale so uh that being said another two to shout out you got to check out let that boy live that's till you heard uh depop page and mind still young uh concepts that go with the lifestyle keep your mind young stay elementary you know so for the listeners uh where do you want to leave them with positivity as a tap into this on maybe their Monday or on their drive or dishes all that every day may not be good but there is something good in every day Ooh. Good one. how does he always do it 
deep. What do you want to leave the viewers with? I say viewers, but I mean the ears that view by listening. Okay. You can't give your life more time, so give the time you have left more life. Oh my gosh. Oh, you guys do. <laughs> say that one more time. <laughs> You can't give your life more time, so give the time you have left more life. More life. Hey, Nas, that's the next toast. You can't give your life more time, but give your the time you have left more life. Well, I don't think I can talk. No, no, no. You have to say something. It doesn't have to be a bar, though. The, uh, honestly, it could be just something new that you've taken this week. I usually just, you know, let them know, drink some water or something light. But if it's even deeper, if it is a quote. Okay, you're coming up with. I got one. Mindfulness through the stars. <laughs> I'm playing. I had to find something deeper on me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But, uh. As we as we come to the ending, I just want to say uh, this. Don't let the end of this podcast be the end for you. Uh, and when I say that, uh, once you once you let your ears take a break, uh, take the time to reconcile with yourself. And first off, start cleaning your fridge. Just go in there, throw away the ranch, and, and it better be zero trans fat non-ranch. And then on top of that, read where they replace the trans fat. And if that ain't healthy, throw away that ranch, too. How about that? And check your expiration dates, please. Oh, man. Some of y'all's past due. <laughs> <laughs> please uh, get in there and dude. throw that ketchup from 2012 away. Yo, but it's still red. You know what I mean? It's still red. Hey, McDonald's don't mold, so. Yeah. So with that, uh, yeah, clean your fridge, uh, clean your mindset, and it's never too late. It may not be this episode. But I implore you to just revisit this thinking of what would my life be like without Sprite? My life be like, ooh, ah, uh, okay. ooh, yeah, yeah. And, and Liv, what are you leaving them with? Live well. What I'm you leaving them with the quote of, be the reason someone smiles today. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snap that. And you can make someone smile in many ways. Sometimes just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, some of y'all look funny, so. Uh, hey. <laughs> really? <laughs> the honest truth. And it's okay to look funny. We need to look funny. We need funny looking people. It's okay. Yeah. As long as you embrace that. And with that being said, we're going to slide out to something like something potent, you know, something a little, it was simmering. Uh, and then. You know, it came out, you know, on some nice avocado oil. So with that, let this beat take you. You've just been sooned.